The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 25th of October. In your squeeze today, Uluru officially closes to climbers. The government's facial recognition plan is rejected. Boris Johnson is pushing for a general election and dressing your salads. This is your squeeze today. Uluru, one of Australia's most iconic places, will be closed to climbers from tomorrow. Before we get to why, tell us a bit about Uluru, Claire. It's 500 million years old for a start. It's incredible, isn't it? And Aboriginal people, there's evidence that they've lived there for more than 30,000 years. The Anangu people are those who are the traditional owners. They tell stories about how their ancestors created Uluru from the beginning of time. Geologists, of course, tell a slightly different story, but when you get into the history of it, it was discovered uh, by the first non-Aboriginal person, an explorer named William Goss back in 1873. It took a while for it uh, to become a tourist destination, of course, because it's very remote and was difficult for people back in the day to get out there. It was made a World Heritage Site back in 1987 and featured in the Sydney Olympics it was the place where the torch relay started and they did a lap around the rock space. The park was handed over to the Ananu people 34 years ago. They've been long asking for people not to climb the rock for both sacred and safety reasons. And in 2017, it was announced by the park that it would close to climbers. That ban starts tomorrow. They had some thresholds in place that had to be reached before they made that decision to call time on the climb, and that was that about 20% of visitors uh, were choosing to scale it as compared to the 80% who were uh, coming out to just experience the rock and look at the cultural and other natural kind of exhibitions that they had on offer. Yeah, it's interesting they talk about the generational change with more and more people choosing not to climb the rock. Uh, Reports, though, that it's been mayhem there over the last few weeks and months with uh, some people trying to get uh, a last climb in before it does close. The Joint Committee on Intelligence and Security, as the name suggests, has politicians from both sides that sit on it. Yesterday, a government bill to create a facial recognition database was rejected by that committee. The first time that's happened in 17 years. It's a very powerful committee, that one. So when MPs from both sides of politics put their hand up and say that something really shouldn't go ahead, uh, the government really listens to that and takes the advice. So Uh, That plan hit a a big snag with that committee's rejection uh, of the bill. Uh, What it started off as was looking into how the government could respond to the growing uh, incidences of identity crime. Uh, Critics, though, say that it would lead the government and also the private sector who would have some access to that database, uh, having unprecedented access to our details. And the committee didn't think those privacy uh, foundations were strongly enough in place for it to go ahead. Back to the drawing board on that one. 
It's been revealed over in the UK that those found dead inside a truck container in Essex were all Chinese nationals. Yeah, it's not clear though when or where those people entered that container. There were eight women and 31 men. Uh, Post-mortems on those bodies will start today and there's a big debate raging there about how that container was able to make it through two fairly significant Mm. ports, one in Belgium and one on the UK side. Still in the UK and Boris Johnson was absolutely fixed on a 31 October Brexit date. But as we head closer and closer to that date, he's conceded that's probably not going to happen. Yep, that dream is pretty much dead. Uh, What he has gone forward with, though, is uh, a proposal to give UK MPs until mid-November to debate the Brexit deal. They said they wanted more time to look into the details of it, so that's his suggestion. Uh, He will only do that, though, if they agree to a 12 December general election, which... Uh, God, if you're in the UK, that's exactly how you want to spend the lead into Christmas is a Brexit election. Busy end to the year over there. To New Zealand now, and one of Jacinda Ardern's election promises was to include agriculture in the nation's emissions trading scheme. That means farmers would have to pay a tax on greenhouse gas emissions that their business generates. She announced the plan yesterday. Where did it land? She's really angered environmentalists by basically giving farmers uh, a very preferential deal over other industries. Agriculture accounts for about half of New Zealand's greenhouse emissions, and the thought was that they would come into line with other industries and pay that emissions trading scheme uh, price on on their emissions. But the plan is that the agricultural industry will remain largely unaffected until 2025 and then it will get about a 95% discount on their emissions. So farming groups are pretty happy, environmentalists not so much. So much. A big new report by the Institute of Health and Welfare on the effects of smoking dropped yesterday. And you know what, Claire? Smoking is still not good for you. It's really bad for you. Really bad for you. That hasn't changed. Uh, What the Institute of Health and Welfare found is that smoking contributed to about 21,000 deaths in 2015, uh, that it's the leading risk factor for ill health and for early death, uh, that it also affects the most disadvantaged in our community disproportionately because they're twice as likely to develop diseases from smoking as the wealthy. As we said, still not good for you. Edward Snowden is the world-famous whistleblower. He spent a lot of time looking through America and the world's top secrets. He's now released a memoir. The obvious question is, of course, Claire, did he find any evidence in what he looked through of life outside of Earth, aliens, aliens on Earth, (laughs) anything like that? No, he didn't. And he says that he spent plenty of time having a look because, of course, when you've got access, as he says, to uh, the NSA, to the CIA, to the military, to all of the top it's information, the first thing you check. he went in, he had a look and he couldn't find anything. So he just wanted to reassure people that as far as he could see, nothing like that has ever happened. Okay. Head into the Squeeze Today email for Friday Lights, which is a selection of some of the lighter things we've read, watched, listened to this week. There's an article about the longevity of jeans, the 20 defining comedy sketches of the last 20 years, and a collection of salad dressing recipes, especially good as we head for warmer weather, barbecue and salad weather, I like to think of it. And they're good basic 
dressings as well. There's four of them. And if you can nail those, you, you've got a salad for pretty much every occasion. Oh, there you go. How convenient. What's the email <laughs> subject line today? Gone for the Goanna song, Solid Rock, of course, uh, references strongly uh, Uluru. So the lyric there is, they were standing on solid rock. As they were. As they were. That's all from us today. Don't forget to search for Squeeze Shortcuts in your podcast app and have a listen. We dropped one this week on the unrest in West Papua. We've got one out on climate change, impeachment, northern Syria, Hong Kong, to name a few, all designed to give you the context to understand those big news stories. Thank you to all of you who have also sent through a Squeeze Shortcut suggestion. We're working through them. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. And we will chat to you on Monday. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, Sunbeam. With so many unhealthy snacks on offer, it can be hard to find something to keep your kids satisfied and happy. Sunbeam's dried fruit and cheese chilled snacks contain only real fruit and real cheese with no artificial colours or flavours. And they're a great source of calcium. It's a snack you can feel good about giving them while you're on the go. Pick up a pack today in the dairy fridge at your local Woolworths, Coles or independent retailer. Thank you.